Welcome to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. This is your host, Mason Bush. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, we've teamed up with Light Boots. They have the lightest 16 inch waterproof boot ever made. They have a one piece injection mold design which increases durability. Some people say they are like walking on a cloud. All I know is if it ain't light, it ain't right. Go check them out at Light Boots, L-I-T-E-B-O-O-T-S dot com. And they gave us a discount code for 10% off, T-H-D-P-10. Y'all go check them out. Hey guys, if you're in the market for a new pair of boots, head on over to coonhuntersupply.com, check out the Razor Chaps. Razor has teamed up with Yoder Nylon to make some of the best chaps on the market. If you want durability with the chrome to go with it, look no further. Whether you need boots and chaps, pouches, or just apparel, Razor is your one-stop shop for it all. Head on over to coonhuntersupply.com or give them a call at 574-328-0856. Thanks. Today's word, Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. Hunting Dog Public Podcast. This is your host, Mason Bush. Today, I got the man of the hour, Mr. Joey Craver. How you doing, Joey? I'm doing great. How are you, Mason? I'm doing good. I guess everybody knows you just come off uh, about the biggest win, uh, a coon hunter could have uh how are you feeling about that i am still in awe um it hasn't set in i guess you could say um still riding that high it's i don't know it's uh it ain't set in yet i, I don't know when it will set in i guess a magazine will show up at the mailbox and maybe that's when it will set in uh as far as i would you i mean it's just I don't even know how to describe it. I've always wondered how that felt, but uh, I don't know. I, it's could knock a smile off my face. Um, just tickled to death. Yeah, tickled. Could be happier. I, um, I was watching. Well, I fell asleep, but I went back and watched the the finals and saw you making them laps around <laughs> around everybody. Right yeah, man. It, it, yeah, it was. Uh, I think I done. I don't know, three or four good solid laps there. Had to do something. I can't sit still in that moment. Normally, I like to try to stay calm and collect it, but then we're good laps. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, just, I was beginning to was, wonder if Thumper was going to get treed right there at the end. Oh, God. The way my luck's been. I just, but I was sitting treated to the country, so I was fine. I felt fine. I know. I, and then I kept telling Hensley, I said, You hear me? I wanted to make sure that he he did hear me. Yes, he said, yes, I hear you. I said, okay, because he if he if he trees, I'm going to tree right behind him, and because uh, that dog is a coon dog for everything I've heard. And uh, I was just banking on him treeing, but thank God he didn't. Um, I 
didn't even want to go down that road. I don't want to go down a road you don't have to go down because you know as well as I do, anything can happen. And the way my luck is gone with this dog, a lot of bad stuff can happen. And uh, I'm just glad we didn't have to do it. Absolutely. And I think the dog, I think he got treed. I don't know if you could hear it after it was over, but he was treed. I think it was about two minutes after the hunt. He had a cane. Mm. Yeah. Now that so. would be my luck. That would be my luck. Too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it goes. But uh, I could tell once uh, once that clock went off and Josh had the camera on you, a lot of emotions went over you. Yes, yes. Uh, just um, I didn't know what to say at first. Um, I, I think I, I called my wife and uh, I didn't know what to say to her. Just, and, of course, her and my son was watching, but I, I called her first and um, I, I didn't, I mean, you try to think about all the, I said actually in the hotel room Saturday thinking, you know, man, what would you say if you did win? You know, just, you think about stuff like, it, you know, or I do at least. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just locked up tighter than a drum. And, uh, cause it, it just, I didn't know. It just, it didn't seem real. Um, something I've dreamed about since I started hunting, you know, from kid, um, hunting with my buddies darren cardi like we, we used to me and darren we used to act like we was in a world hunt <laughs> and, you know, when we was kids didn't know nothing you know we just act like you know go out there and team win a world hunt and it's just like i don't know man it was just i can't describe it and until you're in that moment you, you think you can describe it you can't right anybody that's been there and lucky enough to have gotten to that point you know probably tell you the same thing it's just it's a feeling like another, none other. Mm-hmm. Where'd all this uh, this coon hunting stem from? Take me back a little bit. My dad never hunted the first day in his life. My my papa, my mom's dad, he pleasure hunted all his life, and I never got into it until I was about, I think I was around 15 years old, and I got a dog from a buddy of his, his name was Raleigh Talbot. I'll never forget he hunted blue ticks, but he had a walker dog, and his name was Rambo. That was my first dog. And uh, it all transpired from him. Um, my mom and dad didn't really, you know, my mom dealt with it with him, you know, because he, he couldn't hunt it all his life. And uh, I just started with, with that. And from there, it just, went on to, you know, I'm a competitive person, played sports when I was young, and I like to compete. Pleasure hunting really ain't my thing. I like to get out and compete, try to beat somebody. And uh, a man by the name of Clyde Davis, everybody knows him by short. He's no longer with us. He passed away about six, seven years ago, maybe. He got me in competition hunting. And um, a lot of people that are older will know Shorty. Um, He got me into pkc and from there and i just kind of went on myself and building i've met a lot of good people and become good friends with a lot of people and it went from there and i've just tried to try to better myself at it and try to do exactly what i've done this weekend try to win i mean everybody's trying to win that pkc world hunt and um been just trying man just trying to knock on that door and kick it in and finally was able to do that this weekend, of course. Right. You've owned a lot of good dogs throughout the years. Would you say Tank would, mm-hmm. this tank would be the, the better of all of them? 
I ain't gonna say that. Um, we've had some good ones, sold some good ones, obviously. Stupid for selling some of them. I guess you could say, I don't know, you can't really say stupid. I, I don't know. We've had some damn good dogs, uh, and everything that we've had, we've raised and trained somewhat. Um, me and Albert Ballard, man, we've had some good ones. Um, as far as the wipeout line, back in the day, the thing that got me hunting these wipeout dogs was I always seen in the magazines that old Zeb and um, you're like, man, like just all the time winning and stuff. Because when you're young, you know, you read them books and just kept popping up, wipeout, wipeout, very kitty, very kitty. And I went to the world hunt. I don't know what year it was, the first year it was in Salem. I'm thinking off of the dates. I think it was 2008, 2009. I don't remember. But I had a female, Harry Jr. Her name was Smoky Mountain Hay, and I got her from Gene Wolfenberg. <clears throat> I took her up. I mean, a real fit. Ryan Carlson had her at the, not the time. I didn't know who Ryan Carlson was, but uh, that was my first PKC World Hunt. I took her out there, and I got her to the semifinals of PKC World Hunt. And uh, I'll never forget it. I drove Jess Dickerson hunting um, the uh, female that won the UKC World Hunt uh, in St. Jane. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had David Dahl hunting Melvin Mayhem. And I had me and uh, of course uh jeff hunting three and what zeb done at the end of that cast david had it won and zeb treated coon at the end and the fashion that he done it in made me just my jaw hit the ground and i said that's what i want right there i want something like that and that's exactly what i went and done i went and started hunting that line of dogs i found something out of three at the time i think yeah he was out of three no he's out of zeb again i'm sorry and uh, I said, that's what I want. I want that. And um, ended up with a pretty good one. His name was uh, Wipeout Woodrow Bracken Cade, buddy of mine, bought him from John Robertson and Terrell Pennington. Mm-hmm. Got him, started hunting him, got him in the world. We done a little win, winning with him. Um, went on down the line and got Tank, of course, and uh, the old Tank, Sunday Best. And, uh, of course, we've done great with him. And then we got Z. We started Z and um, sold him, of course, when he was young. And um, and I kind of petered out and kind of after got off, got rid of Z there and kind of went through a little stretch that I didn't have much and uh, hunted some young dogs off of a, of a tank. Really didn't find anything. Me and Albert's had probably. I don't know, 10 or 12 and didn't like one of them and ended up with this, uh, this dog that we got now. We found just by luck. It's a whole story how we ended up with him. And it's just, it's unreal how, how it happened. And, uh, got lucky, got lucky, really lucky, but man, we put the time in on him. Yeah. A lot of time on this dog. Let's circle back to him. You talking about the world hunt while I go, you getting in. And then uh, Zeb three getting you. Is that the year he got in the finals? Yes, he got third. Yep. He got third. Got out of pot. I think he treated Coon, if I'm not mistaken. It's weird. I can remember that. And Brad can tell you exactly. It's like he needs to be on here. Uh, he got he treated Coon, I think, and then maybe blew out, or maybe blew out. I can't remember, but I believe that boy from Michigan, maybe his first name was Jeremy. I can't remember. I think it was a dog out of 
Rat. I can't remember exactly. I think it was – was it Rodney Green? Not Rodney. Um, no, it wasn't Rodney Green. It, and I, the boy was from Michigan. I, that's the only thing I remember. It was a rat dog. Me and Jake Brasher yeah. was talking about this because Jake got second. Me and Jake was talking about this cast earlier. Yeah, Jackie Coomer got fourth, I think. Yep. I can, but yeah. Yeah, that's um, the cast that I just fell in love with. Not what that dog done was just blew my mind. And I said, if he can do that, I want something along that line. You know, I want something like that. Right. I had a good dog. I had a damn good dog. And uh, I didn't have nothing like that, though. <laughs> um, How old was Woodrow when you got your hands on him? Uh, Woodrow was probably, man, he was probably five-ish in that ballpark, I think. Okay. Yeah. I, um, done, done great with him. Done great with him. You probably don't remember. I judged you, Al Nunneman, and Mark Sullivan at CHKC Truck Hunt in Decatur, Alabama. You was hunting him, and I think nine. Al Nunneman was hunting nine, and yep. absolutely acknowledged. Yes, I think he treated like three singles and looked yes, sir. Nine, good. Nine actually come from here. Kevin really? Pack guy, a good buddy of mine started nine, sold him to Engel, and uh, watched that pup grow up, man. And he absolutely just – I don't remember you judging. All I can remember of his nine, treating the absolute crap out of him and destroying us. Yeah, he went through that bottom. I think he treated three singles that night in that yep. cast. In public land, it was public. It was a big public ground. Mm-hmm. He flies a pack ache, and he just acknowledged his mom was in wipe out mode and ran <laughs> yeah, i think i think yours made one tree i think jane made a tree or two yeah it didn't matter it was it was over before it started yeah nine slam one out of the truck and i think tree two more treed one out and added some water i believe mm-hmm. i remember it like it was yesterday yes sir i do i remember that was but I, I don't like to remember the ones that get beat but, man, I, that but yeah for some reason that, that put a stamp in my mind nine was an outstanding hound. Mm-hmm. He looked very, very good. He was a very good dog. But um, did he die at your place? Woodrow actually did not die at my place. I don't like to see one get old like that. And a good buddy of mine, Darren Cardy, and Andrew Helton got him, and they took him, and they done a little winning with him. And uh, he actually passed away at Andrew Helton's house. Okay. I think it, I think it was Andrew's, and uh, hell, he lived to be. I think 11 or 12. I just don't like to see him one get old like that. And uh, they took him and they done good with him. At the time, I had Tank, young Tank, old, old Tank. When Tank was young, and uh, I didn't, you know, I had bigger plans with a little bit, something a little bit better. And I, I said, there's no use in me keeping him. I let them boys take him and they done good with him. Yeah. That's a dog that's done well. I've always said he's done well from the time you started until he's still winning cast now. Yeah. And he's yeah, that, 10, 11 year old. Yeah. There's people ask me all the time, which one better than this and that. I don't like compare. I just hate saying it. I mean, cause it's, I love that dog. I'm, and the way everything that went down, how it happened. And I ain't going to get into that. Cause that's a whole nother story and it don't really matter, but it, I would have never sold that dog, but I didn't want to, I, I thought he was going to, way to put it i thought he was going to sit in the kennel for a while because i didn't think i was going to get to hunt for a while and i sold him and i actually sold him twice and uh i actually bought him guthrie 
he bought him. He didn't work well for him, and uh, ended up buying him back, and then hunted him. I don't know. We hunted him about a year, and sold him again like a big dummy. <laughs> and uh, he, um, of course, went on to uh, Doug and him. And they they done good with him. Right. And I'm sure you remember. I think we talked about it. Another day, uh, I drew up with you at another truck, a CHKC truck hunt a few years uh-huh. later. Yep. And uh, absolutely just handed you the cast. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Right out of the truck, treating my dog. Man. and did, I, I'd only hunted with this dog once or twice before that hunt. And I guess nerves got to me, and I think he had struck, struck better than me. I know we had some bad storms blowing in, so I was trying to get out like I could get early. We didn't have bad storms. We had a tornado. Yeah. Tornado. <laughs> I've, ne- I've yet, yet to this day ever hunted in weather that bad. Sirens never hunted, were going up. like that in my life. I hope I never do it again. That was just one of the most scariest things. I was excited one, at, at some, you know, at a certain point of it, but at the same time, I was scared to death. Right. Sirens yeah, going off, wind blowing 40 mile an hour, trees falling yes, around us. Awful. Just uh, crazy to even think about even being out in something like that. But yes, I remember it well. Yeah. Actually, we got two dogs in that final there, and uh, it uh, you think your odds would increase? Well, they do increase, but it didn't. Well, I think we got third and fourth, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did get third and fourth. Mm. So, mine decided to run deer instead of three coons. And Mr. Uh, Ward won one of his seven trucks, he's won, I think, that cast there. So, I, I think that was his first Michael one. But it was his first, and yeah, he won the dog. It was, yeah, he was on cloud nine. I'll never forget that. Oh, Bill. Yep. That was yeah. a good one. Yes. Yeah, very good one. Very good one. He'd be dangerous right now. Yep. Um, you talking about Tank running them deer. He was, he was pretty known for that, wasn't he? He'd run every one of them. I mean, just, and it, thing about it was, um, I didn't mind it. Because seen him do it many cast that that animal man he'd get in there and he'd run them deer he liked them he loved them and I was shocked and I'd just get on to him just and you couldn't break him and so it got to the point I think Albert said it one night I'll never forget he said son when you going Albert's kind of kind of like my coach sometimes that you can't fix something that ain't going it, it ain't you can't break him just let him go and. He was right. You couldn't break him. You can you shock him. Get on to one like what we did. You, if you don't stop it, it ain't going to stop it. After so long, you just got to let it ride out and just yep. take it. Yep. He would do. He would run them deer and he'd fall off. He he could run a deer a mile and fall off on a coon quicker than a lot of these dogs just trailing up coons three or four hundred yards. And I've seen it many a time. But sometimes, man, he take himself out of the game because he was so bad on him. And, get on a deer and just run it two miles of country, get treats and you're out of the game. You get him up. He didn't have that good of a mouth. And uh, that was, that was that dog's only downfall, but I didn't care. You know, Live by it, die by it. Yeah. I mean, you had to. And a lot of them wipe out dogs. Everybody's on kind of a trashy track. Well, they're all trashy. English dogs, walker dog. It don't matter. They're all going to run crap. But I'll, I'll take something with that track fire can move that track like these dogs can any day of the week mm-hmm. i remember that that truck hunting that storm uh i believe he had run one that night we got up on that top, top of that mountain you could hear him tree uh-huh. deep yep i knew i was in trouble <laughs> i remember that mountain well 
Yep, I remember that climb top that sucker, sucker shit through our tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, done that many times. But anyways, uh, what about what about little Z? I, I know moving on from from Tank, you got little Z. Uh, how'd that come about? Well, so Z, I had I bought Z off Stephen, of course Stephen Lab. He had the letter there, and I bought, you know, got the pup from Stefan. I got him, and uh, started him here at the house, got him tree coons, you know, all natural, just natural as could be. Got to hunt him there, and uh, me and Albert, and I told out we got a good buddy of mine that Tank, old Tank, come from a good buddy of ours, Kirk Wright's up in Ohio, northern Ohio, northern Ohio, to eat up a coon. Mm-hmm. Kirk's got coon everywhere. Man, this pup needs to go somewhere with these coons. He just needs a tree, tree, tree. Just needs coon after coon after coon. And that's what Kirk can do. And uh, we sent him to Kirk. Kirk kind him out, I don't know, two, three months, I think it was. Got him rolling really good. Sent him back. We got to hunt him. And uh, at the time, I sold Tank. I just had sold Tank. And I started hunting Z. I think I sold Tank for the second time. I was hunting Z, and uh, I told Albert, and I, I seen it. I said, Albert, this thing, and Albert knows, this thing is for real. I said, at this day, that day and time, you, you need somebody. Okay, 7 to 3.30, I did at the time, 7 to 3.30 job. I can't afford to do it. Albert Bowder can't. He couldn't either. Albert, draw the disability check. We don't have that kind of money, and I knew I needed help. And so it's weird because I first person that I contact, I contacted two people. I contacted a good buddy of mine, Patrick Burke from South Carolina. Patrick had COVID at the time. <clears throat> he didn't even think nothing of it. He was on his deathbed. He never even thought about buying. Second person I contacted was Brad Mitchell. It's Brad, I got a good one. I want you to buy half. I'll give you a discount. I just want you to buy half. I need your help. Brad didn't really think much of it. <laughs> he let it go, I guess. I don't know. He kind of wrote it. I don't know. Brad really wasn't in the game 100% at that time, I think. And uh, long story short, I sold him to Doug Hebner. And uh, got him and sent him to Dustin, and Dustin done the rest. Um, and of course, he went from there. Just I seen it though, man. That that dog is just absolutely unreal. And I would get people asking me all the time, "Is he better than Z?" No, he's not better than Z. Z's Z's the goat. I mean, right now, I mean, goodness gracious, go saying that. You better have won three hundred and some thousand dollars and pass him up. If we say that. Mm-hmm. that that's, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say that because can he beat can he beat Z? Hell yeah, he can beat Z. But is he better than Z? No. Until he wins three hundred some thousand, then we'll say that. But right. and he's probably not going to do that. But Z's for real, and uh, I wish I would have tried a little bit harder with Z and trying to get Brad to buy him, maybe. But everything has a reason. And there's a reason that Dustin got him. The reason that Doug bought him, got him to dust. It just worked out. Worked out better. I ain't a jealous bone in my body. I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad to see where he's at. I got a pup out here right now. And, and uh, John Strickland's female. 
I mean, I'm, I'm tickled to death for him. Hoping I don't ever have to draw him. I don't want to see him. <laughs> I'm hoping, I, was, I was actually watching down there in Alabama Friday and Saturday because I, I got, you know, of course, I got through at Ripley and uh, I was hoping. So I just don't want him. I don't want a part of him in Salem because he, he will beat you and he will beat you like a drum. And uh, there's a reason why he's won three hundred some thousand dollars Right. He's a real deal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I think we just now got him back and got him. I don't know how much he was getting hunted in Florida, but he just now got him back and got him back rolling. I figured before too long, it's cooling off. It's fixing to be his time of year. I think we'll be we'll be seeing more Z here shortly. I don't want, yeah, I don't want to see him. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll party with anybody, but I'd rather not see him myself. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good uh, I'm with you. I, I'm here lately. I don't want to see anybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, you know, it just, just depends on what night it is. Yeah. Well, uh, tell us about Tank, Little Tank, uh, Tank 2. Uh, where did where'd he get going at? So Tank 2. Tank 2 come from a good buddy. Well, not a good buddy. One of my uh, best friends, Daniel Scott. Daniel Scott, is from, he's about an uh, hour and a half from here. He lives in London. Daniel Scott, man, been good friends for I don't know, since I actually drew Daniel to Kentucky State, UKC, Kentucky State, and I beat him like a drum with old Tank and been friends with him ever since. Love him to death. He contacted me and said he traded for this pup off Tank. I, like I said, I'd had 10 or 12. I really didn't care because um, I just was kind of burnt out on him. I was looking elsewhere. And uh, I didn't – had a good dog at the time. I was hunting for Patrick, his um, – off of Willie, Wipeout Storm. And uh, I was hunting him, really good, really good young dog. And uh, just couldn't have – I don't know, we just couldn't win with the dog. As good as dog as there is, uh, I don't know who bought him, but um, Jess Par- Parson, I think it's Jess's last name. Mm-hmm. He, had, he bought him from Patrick, but – and they got him into World Hunt um, – Real dog, a real dog. But anyways, Daniel contacted me. He said, "Man, I traded for this pup." Blah blah blah. And he's like, "Man, he's and Daniel lives in a complete crap hole." I mean, at the time he lived in Letcher County, Whitesburg, which is on the edge of Virginia. If you've never been there, you don't want to be there. It's bear country. It's not coon country. But Daniel's gone. He's taking this dog hunting, and he's training the crap out of coon. Or he's telling me he is, and I, you know. Yeah, well, okay. You know, that's kind of believable, but not believable. But he had a reason why he's a good friend of mine. Whatever. He's like, I want to come down here and go hunting. I didn't think nothing of it. I didn't even go with him that night. Him and Albert, man, I didn't feel like going that night, actually. And uh, they went. They went hunting. I'll never forget it. I was laying in this bed in here. One thirty in the morning, my phone is blowing up. And... I answered, I'm half asleep. And it's Albert Ballard. And he says, tore all two pieces. Son, you better buy this dog. This MF for his tree, this many coons. He's recutting tree coons and he's recutting tree and he can't stop tree coons. Hold down, you know, hold on a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And and what, what dog? He's like, the tank dog. He said, you better buy him. You want him? I said, I I don't know. Just slow down, but, Talk, call me tomorrow. Get a video, something. I don't know what you're talking about. 
I was half asleep. I'm, but anyways, we go on the next day. I talked to Daniel. Albert, to get that tore up over a dog, I knew something was going on. I, I knew something was there. And I talked to Albert the next day. I went to work. And I'll never forget it. I was at the parking lot at my job that I used to work at. And I talked to Albert. I said, Albert, I'm going to find somebody. Buy I, got, I know somebody that will buy this dog. I said, is he for real? And he said, if you don't buy him, and Albert is a very tight person. He said, I will buy him today. I said, okay, good enough. I called Brad, and I said, Brad, and I told him, I said, Brad, I ain't never been in the woods with him. I ain't never set foot. I ain't seen him. I only seen videos. And uh, long story short, Brad said, I'll make you a check. We bought him. Or Brad bought him. And um, I got him. The pup, and it's, he wasn't the pup. He was two years old when I got him. It was about a year, about, yeah, October 2022, somewhere in September maybe. And uh, he had been hunting maybe, from what I was told, maybe 60 nights. Eric Bowen hunted him some. Co-Maine raised the litter. Had very novice, just very nov novice young dog. Didn't know much. But the ability that he had was just unreal just some of the stuff he could do and not being hunted as much as what he had been was just it just blew me away i mean just he was just spectacular but he needed a lot of work still yet but he was very 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 nice young dog hmm. well, that's been about a year ago did you ever think a year ago when you got him that you'd be sitting Oh, I didn't think I'd be sitting where I am now because he was so novice at, at what he was. At, but he was just, uh, no, n nobody thinks they're going. I mean, I could have Z out here in my kennel, and I still wouldn't think because it's just so hard to do. But it's just, no, I wouldn't think I'd be where I'm at now. But I knew, I knew that he had that ability because some of the stuff that this dog has is just, it'll blow you away. And what little that he knew, you know, we've hunted. As soon as I got him, I went to hunting. We went to pleasure hunting, went to killed him coons. We hunted, 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 hunted. I mean, we put the friggin' time in and the hours in and just we hunted his absolute butt off. And he had some little things that needed tuning, but just what he had. And, he, you know, a lot of dogs get started when they're seven months old or eight, whatever, and and get a lot of hunting. This dog just hadn't had it, but what he could do not to have that hunting was just, it's all natural ability. It was just crazy. It just blew me away. Yeah. So, uh, I know you took a bad break. I, I listened to John Strickland on his podcast and he talked about, uh, mm -hmm. you taking a bad break. Something happened to caught him, uh, going into yeah. finals of a, yeah, absolutely. Side by side hunt, I guess. Yep. It's a uh, pro sport in Indiana. They're side by side hunt. I mean, John, I mean, he kind of, I listened to it and, uh, John tell you like it is, and, uh, blew him out of the water and his look good enough. Took a good little break there on a tree and, uh, he got a really good break on that one. But I took a, I don't know what happened to the dog. The dog was a tree dog and well, we're a hundred yards from me. I was on my third coon and, uh, I got it one, you know, mom's got a coon and a hundred yards from me. That sucker just quit string and, uh, looks on the, I look on the Garmin, you know, he don't leave. He don't chew. 
and I don't know, he just shut up for about two minutes and 10 seconds, went right back to the tree and went, and I got mine of course, and John went to his and he had a coon, but, uh, and then I, John takes it, I blew him out of the water and just took a bad break and went, took him to the daggone Laban and Lebanon, whatever's called out there, that 25,000 hunt Nikki Hill on, uh, took another bad break, coon jumps out of the tree, kitten coon jumps out, uh, just stupid stuff that shouldn't happen, but it, it was happening. And that's, uh, and to tell, you know, Brad and best, you know, these guys like Brad, Brad has been, I will never say nothing about Brad Mitchell cause he's been nothing but good to me. And to have patience like what he's had, because somebody kind of oh, took a bad break, blah, blah, blah. You get tired of hearing about bad breaks. At least I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you, you go on a, a good dog finds a way to win and they're going to win more than what they lose. And I was losing more than what I should, should be. And he was just taking bad breaks, getting the tree just a couple seconds after the hunt was over, just stupid stuff. And I was very, very, I mean, I was kind of, down i mean i i got tired of walking in this house and my wife told me i just need to hang it up <laughs> and she did and that's and that's okay and it didn't bother me a bit like i told her about so that just lit my fire you tell me she's a seller she she wants to see productivity and yeah she wants to see you know we're winners we ain't losers and that's how we that's how we try to roll around here and i got we was losers <laughs> it's just we, we just wasn't it wasn't in the cards, and but I stayed consistent with him, and I knew that it was there. Just you got to have breaks in this game. If you don't get the breaks, and if luck ain't on your side, it's tough. You got to have a good dog. You got to have the breaks, right? And we just getting them, but we uh, we finally got the the breaks. I think this past weekend, Brad. Uh, going back to Brad, he is the most laid back most patient person I've ever met. Me and him on the Wipeout Jackson together. Mm-hmm. And same thing, man. Probably the most coon-treenest dog I've ever cut loose in my life. Can And just manufacture coons that I didn't know existed in my part of the country. And yeah, it, just the craziest things would happen. I, uh, I could go on and on. Just, just crazy stuff. I'm like, I, I can't even make this up. How, did, how does this happen? And I've been on, yep. I've been on a streak like this for a, uh, over a year, just just like you said, I had a coon jump out of me on a on a final four just a month or so ago, back in August. Um, two of us see it. Uh, judge is walking over to look at it. Jumps out of the tree before he sees it. I go from yep. I go from first to second. Only thing he's got to do is see my coon and just just little stuff like that. Yeah, and um, and he he's he's just he was very paid and Brad knows that. He just, I don't know, man, he, to have that patience with me and have trust in me means the absolute world because it is, when you hunt, I, that's why I, I love hunting for Brad. I love hunting for Patrick. Patrick's the same way. Patrick is very patient. But you, when you hunt for somebody like that, you're kind of like Jason Dodger. I listened to that podcast. I don't know who he done it with, but he's hunting for good fellow. sounds like Jason Jason is as good as guy as there was. And Jason said it good. He's like, he's doing it for that man. Cause that man's putting up, he's putting up everything. All I'm doing is putting my time into it. Mm-hmm. And that man's putting his dollar up. And when I, I take it very serious from that, cause I know how hard that dollar is to come up with. It ain't easy. Right. And 
I don't take it for granted. He sends me to a $300 hunt. I treat it like he's going to send me to a $6,500 because I know it's, it's not easy. And, um, I, I just him to have that patience. I told him, I said, Brad, I seen the video at the video. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's doing great. I said, just be patient, man. He's going to do it. And I, we got him in a $2,500 hunt. Vermont or looked absolutely amazing. And, uh, We've won, we can win them three hundred, four hundred dollar pro classics easy, no problem. And then with these bigger hunts, he just wasn't producing, and that's where I want to see him produce because he's that caliber dog. And he, I will say, Brad was just so he's so easy to get along with. I'm, I think, I think everything that he, that I, it worked out the way it did because I, I wouldn't nothing against Patrick. For anybody, I I wouldn't hunt for him. I mean, I'd send hunt for bad than anybody. Um, he's just he's the best. Yeah, absolutely. I I try to call Brad. I ain't talked to him much lately just because life's got busy. But I called him today and talked to him for quite a bit. And Brad is as good as as good as they come in, in all aspects. Yeah, I got tired. Just same thing. I got tired of calling and telling him <laughs> this happened that happened and it, it, it just right. got embarrassing really yeah i'm not one of my excuses for anything i don't want my excuses i mean we're all gonna get beaten and but man it just gets tired i, I really got tired of calling and saying you know this and that just blah 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 just I wouldn't want to hear it if I was putting up a, I mean but he he's very understanding he knows mm-hmm. I've been doing this a while and uh he, he understands, and uh, I think it all worked out though in the end. Yeah. Well, it hopefully isn't the end, but it's worked out up till now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, take us uh, round one. Round one. Well, let's start Ripley. <laughs> Is that round one? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Before you get started, um, talking about my luck, right there, you, you saw another glimpse of it on that one mm-hmm. thank god <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you can go ahead and get started yeah ripley uh that's this place i hope i never go back to the rest of my life uh, Wait, hold, on, hold on hold on i promise you that's as good as hunting as there is in west tennessee but, i guarantee it is but that the way we're going but if you go left-handed that's mr rick jeff man Whew. it was bad i got in but it the next I, night it was great where we was at but where we ended up where my crazy thing ended up oh god i got in it the next night and it, it was a mess um i know oh my god it's awful. he took me uh that guide um took me back over the next the day i took me back over the next day uh and uh show me where where we really needed to go we, we should have went across that ditch to begin with where we ever cut loose yeah yeah and uh i mean it's just it's just one of those things but that is some good hunting in there, and I, oh, I, I, yeah. I, I've hunted I around there for a couple sad. years. Yeah, it was great. But uh, we did get – I think these dogs can get us in a mess, and they uh-huh. just happened to do it that night. Yes, yes, they did. So, anyways, <laughs> get back to going. Um, yeah, it, that, and it was funny how we had two tanks on that cast there, and, uh, I mean, you were right there off the rippy tree, that coon, and uh, – when he, I just, that's your break. That, that was the break. That was biggest, actually the biggest break I think that I got 
this other than Thumper not having that second coon. That was probably the biggest break that I got in this hunt. Maybe, yeah, I would say that would be because I just figured, you know, when tank, your tank had that second try, I just knew he had it coon and um, just got a break right there. And um, heck, you, he got treated again and you said he had another coon. Yeah, yeah. That percentage yeah. killed me. Yeah, I mean, they're killers. I mean, they're, they're, they're awful. I hope. I never see one. <laughs> the Buck Creek dog in the whaling there in the finals, he had one there. Just they're awful, man, but got lucky. I mean, that's just how it is. I just got a break, and, uh, you know, I was treed the whole – I was treed um, for an hour and 20 minutes, and it was very hard to hear in there that night. I was treed within hearing. This dog got a real mouth, just couldn't get him treed in because Giles was – Billy's was in our train, of course, and – just couldn't get him treated in, but it worked out the end. Yeah, absolutely. How'd uh, how y'all's late round go? I know y'all. Yeah. Uh, we went back to the same place. Oh no, <laughs> we went back. You, did you not know that? No, I did not. Oh my god! I looked down my garment. I said, "Damn, I think I've been here before." <laughs> <laughs> I like getting we was hunting about. It's hunting. We cut toward kind of toward the bad where me and Jeff got into there, and it. Oh God. I was like, please, Lord. But we never scored a coon that round. That, and I hunt. It was um, Mike Gross, um, Justin Wallace, and uh, Stephen Smith. And I, I never hunted with Stephen's dog. I heard a lot of good things about him. Figured he was the dog to beat. He treated a circle slick there. Um, and um, Mike's treated a circle. Justin, I don't think, ever got treated. He was treated the whole time, but never did get treated in. I had 200 on uh, all, and it was a circle. I didn't even shine it. It was circle. Got in there, and I didn't even. Uh, it was circle, and good enough for me. I'm going home. Yeah, and that's that's how it was. Pretty self-explanatory cast. It wasn't that bad, but um, that, I was man. I was when we pulled up to that place. I was like, please, Lord, good. <laughs> but it worked out in the end. Of course, I'm glad we went back. But it was oh man. Yes, Jeff. I guarantee you, Jeff. Which Jeff texted me earlier today, and we was talking about that. And I have never heard a man cuss so much in my life. And I felt <laughs> so. I mean, I was. I. I mean, I'm in, of course, better shape than Jeff is. And Jeff's a lot older man than I am. And Jeff had a lot of his. I don't know. I think his. I don't know what. But it was rough, man. And I felt so bad for Jeff. If I had a daggone line to call somebody to get a dag on a helicopter that I would have called him, man, because I felt so bad for him and Hobo. It was bad. Mm. I mean, it was, it was awful. Um, I know I got <clears> – <throat> you called me. You had a coon. I couldn't win, so I, I wasn't two, 300 yards from the truck. I got back to the truck. Uh, Albert had done gone to get y'all. And uh, you said something about driving around that cornfield and get you. I got back. Albert done less. I was like, well, they they got him. Uh, Jeremy said that he was going to come around and get you. Billy said he was fine. So I was like, I, yeah. uh, I had to work the next morning. I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to go home get me early night's rest. Yeah. I get home, and I think I'll go and get something to eat, get back home, get a shower, and lay down. Billy calls me. He said, I'm just now getting to my truck. I said, do what? Yeah. Yeah. I think we was – Man, I bet me it took me and Jeff because Billy's dog was split. She was the opposite way treated, and me and you know Jeff 
was treed right there around me. So me and Jeff, Billy went on his dog. We walked out together after it was over. And, man, I, it took me and Jeff, I bet, over an hour to get half a mile. I mean, it was just, I don't know, we couldn't figure what heck it was bad. Mm. But we finally got out. I usually don't leave people. Over there. I usually uh, don't leave people like that. But I, I thought everything was handled, especially how fast y'all got to them. It wouldn't have mattered. If you'd been there, no, we 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 needed a Black Hawk helicopter to drop down from above and pick us up. <laughs> it was just we. There was no, it was weird. I'd never been in a place like that. That it was just vines and stuff, and you just could you go one way. It looked like you had a pass out, and there wasn't a way out. We turn around, we go back another way, and it was just awful, man. But, yep. Yeah, I hope I never. I we, I love hunting West Tennessee, great hunt, but I don't want to go back there. Yeah. Well. We're having a truck hunt here in a few weeks. Uh, I promise you. My wife's birthday is late, <laughs> November the 9th, and I've already got a big plans for it. I kind of told Brad, I said, I ain't going. I'm not. I'd love to win a, I, I'd love to win a truck with him, but I've already. I'm prior obligated. That's, uh, that's understandable. That one out. Better keep the boss happy. Yeah, got to keep her happy. So uh, get to Salem. Take us from there. Drew, uh, Mr. Kenny Hunt, hunting Bale Money, I think it's that, that's your name, Bale Money, uh, I think she's off Little Money, yeah, Little Money, and she's crossbred female, and I had uh, Mr. Dave Blake hunting Hank for Patrick, and um, had both Mississippi hunting uh, Walker Dog, I think it was, I don't remember his name, had a good cast, had 200 on a coon, and recut or strike up back open had 200 on another tree um didn't need that coon end up winning uh i think that david had 150 on his coon and kenny had all good i think he had 175 and i had 200 on that first coon didn't need the second one uh, good cast uh pretty pretty i mean wasn't easy of course but it went went great and that was that was it um, late round. Did I have late round? I had. Uh, let me look here. I think I had. Who was it? Oh, I had uh, Steve Basham and um, Ben Fitzdog, um, Matt Ross, Wolf, um, Steve Dog. Female, real good, nice female. They tree one out of the truck. Had seventy five and a hundred on it, I believe it was. I mean, done a great job on it. Had a hundred strike. Mine trailed, trail. I mean, he, he usually don't do that, but he was trailing in there for I don't know. He trailed for about half an hour, and that's not him. He kind of went into his own little wipeout mode. He very, very rarely does that. But Steve, in the meantime, made a second tree. <laughs> I walked to that tree and I said, "Man," I said. Me and Matt both like, you know, he got this one. I'll go shake the man's hand. And uh, we get in there, a big old tree, and Steve never could, he never could find it, thankfully. And he could have 10 up there. He just couldn't find it. And um, Matt's was treated in the meantime. He treated his, and um, mine got treated. So they head to Matt, and um, I go to mine. Matt's left. Matt withdrew. And they come to me, I had a coon, and I think we had Steve's female went back to that tree, a second tree, and they handled her, and uh, 
we cut loose. I think we had 10 minutes left, maybe. Cut loose. I took a hundred strike, and both of them got treed about five minutes left. They've split about 30 yards apart. Go to mine first. He's got a coon, and um, the female had a coon, too. A real good cask. I mean, nail biter. Come down. If mine didn't have it, Steve would have won. Mm. Um, yeah, and Steve, everybody knows Steve has a little bad luck up there at the UKC and all that crap, and uh, it just wasn't meant. I mean, it's just a barn burner of a cast, good cast. Um, and he's got a nice little dog. It's a real nice, one of the nicer dogs that I hunt with this weekend. Um, I believe he's off of old Homer, Brendan Tony's Homer dog. Yes, yes, he said it yeah, off of Brendan's uh, Homer dog. Nice, nice, you know, good. Uh, it's good. As good as I've hunted with in a while. It's Homer and a, a hellbilly female, hellbilly Lily. Yep. I had a litter yep. mate to her. Yeah. Steve, he got her clicking, buddy. I mean, she she looked good. She had that second cane. She, it was over. I would probably shook his hand. Mm. But uh, it, she done a she done a great job. And then uh, Saturday, and the weather changed Saturday. Um, they're walking out of that hotel Saturday. And it got cold. It was raining, which they needed rain up there. It was they'd been dry, and uh, it it come a pretty good rain, and the temperature dropped. I'd say fifteen degrees. It was a lot better conditions, and uh, I had, uh, and of course, had a three dog. Um, had uh, Johnny Watkins and uh, Chase Stamper. Johnny hunting dog off Frogger, and. Uh, Chase hunting, I don't know what that dog's off of, but Clyde, I mean, both of them, though, they've been great weekend. Of course, you get to that final nine, you know, all of them's good. I mean, it's anybody's game. He, uh, tank struck for a hundred. Um, and I make, when people say that he, when you, I keep saying strike for a hundred, he's back, his dog ain't no babbler. Um, you strike, you can't strike him, you know, Right there in front of you, but then the minute you gotta, because he'll be he's so fast and he moves so good that he'll get you minus if you because he he won't leave you babbling. But he took I think he took hundred strike every every cast, <clears throat> and uh, but anyways he took hundred strike treated in there and uh, had a coon cut back loose nothing got treated they were still running and the dog moves great I mean that's some gun can move and he went. And them coons just wasn't down. And he went, I think the wind was blowing awful. I mean, just, I mean, you could hear nothing. This dog goes, I think he went seven tenths out of fence line. And it was like he knew to turn back around. And that normally he don't do that. Normally he just goes up, up that fence line. But he turned back around and kind of went down the other side, hunt like a cur dog. And he'd come back to, to the, where we was at. This son of a gun comes right within 100 yards of us. And he never does this come a hundred yards from us and it's like he remembered that that coon was there the second coon was there and i'm gonna go back and tree it and some gun comes right 100 yards and goes up about 250 and just boom falls tree and i dream go on and uh go in there and he's got that second coon and they quit and you know, they wouldn't they couldn't beat me and uh that one went you know he just normally don't do that stuff and his strong point isn't treating way up coons he, that he's a very good lad. i don't give him enough credit but that's not a strong one but he can do it and he did it right there but it's weird how he checked back in there and and done it i'm thankful he did 
and then of course the final cast. Yep. Uh, that and and uh, people were you tore up were you were you, you know nervous? No, I was more nervous to that because I've been to the semifinals three times. I I could never get there, you know, and I was more nervous about that. And I remember when I found that second tune, Mark, he was, I forget Mark's name, um, her last name, but man, when I found that second tune, man, I was, Bill was there, you can tell, I was tore up, man, I was, I about start crying, I ain't gonna lie. Because <laughs> just to get to that point, I wanted to know what it was to get to that final three. I wanted to know what that felt, I don't, I didn't want to know what it felt like to win, I just wanted to know what it felt like to get to that final cast, and I ain't afraid to admit it. Hell, I was tore up. I, I called her and told her, as, you know, I'm in. You know, it, 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 then it kind of set in like, God dang, I got a chance to win the world dag on hunt. <laughs> and uh, it, and it, it's people to hear somebody explain it like what I'm doing right. You, you don't really, you don't know until you get there. It's just so that you know, it's hard to get. It's the hardest hunt. I don't care what anybody says. It is the hardest hunt to win. It's, the puzzle has to, it, the pieces have to go together. Absolutely. It's, it's just so tough. There's so many daggone good dogs. There's so many daggone good handlers. There's much better handlers and probably much better dogs out there than what I got and what I am. But the stars have to line, and that's what it did to get us that final three. Everything lined up. Out of the truck, he struck for 100. Thumper, Thumper treated the first coon, is that correct? Yes. he. They struck a track right out of the truck together. Um, and Thumper, mine ain't gonna back nothing. He ain't gonna be with nothing. And Thumper, I mean, when he done that, you know, a dog kind of sets the tone right there off the start. I think Thumper struck for 75. And I, Ryan, I heard Ryan crossing. I think a lot of Ryan, Ryan knows a dog. And he talked, and I heard him say, I over, I went to talk to him. I heard him say, because he drew him early. He said, that's the dog to beat. And I figured he was. I heard them boys had a good dog. <laughs> and, and I knew that. I figured he was the dog to beat. And when he done that, I said, yeah, you know, you know what What now? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? And I can remember Josh saying, Michaela, sir, he said, Trip, my boy, they was watching him and my wife was watching and he said something on the A-top, something, a message on the live feed. And, Said you better get doing something, and I'm like, God, yeah, he better. You better do it right now, cause Thumper fixing to thump us, and <laughs> we were fixing to get thumped. And uh, he didn't. And he, a lot of dogs, when they get to, you know, they say that it blows them up or whatever. This dog doesn't do it. When a dog like that took it, that dog done a damn good job and went in there and he struck and treated that track. A lot of dogs, when that happens, they they don't do as well. But this, it doesn't bother him. He got out of there so fast. He went on, and then that's exactly that's what I love about him. He didn't sit there and pout, didn't whine. He went on. He went right handed, went down there and wham, and treed. And he didn't jack around doing it. And uh, we went there to him. He had his coon, and it's great hunting. And that was that final cast for that. And uh, I cut him down. It looked like a real holler, and I cut him down that holler. It wasn't no time. He was he was treed again. And I didn't get him struck, and that was the problem. Strike was back open. And Thumper got struck for a hundred. Yep. And I got struck back in seventy five. And that I but I'd stopped Mike and cause it showed him when he goes to doing a little checking, 
because he's, he's more of a straight line hunter. When he goes doing that check and you better be listening because he's fixing to do something. And, uh, he went doing that check and I had Mike stop. I said, give me five seconds. Cause we was going to the, we was going to the, to a Wayland. And, uh, I think, yeah, I think he was going to Wayland and, uh, he hadn't, I couldn't hear him. And, um, it wasn't five seconds after we went on, it showed him tree. And I was like, oh, crap. And we get down there, he ends up getting struck for 100. And I struck 75. He trees him for 100. And uh, I tree. And that's when they went to him. He didn't He didn't have, he, he had a circle tree. They couldn't find nothing. And uh, come to me. And I told him, I knew that. I've been in this situation. No, I have, of course, I've been in the World Hunt Final to know the situation. But I've been in the, in the situation of the time. That I'm trying to kill every second that I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And I figured he had a can. And because uh, he's very accurate. And I said, I want. I don't ever ask for the first minute. I said, I want the first couple minutes. I walk out in the uh, out in the field. I seen it. And uh, somebody hollered, they found it. Oh, man, <laughs> they killed time here. <laughs> and they, there was an electric fence there, and Mike came out there, and I said, no, nah, it ain't looking now. And then they said, you can hear it. You can see it playing as day over there. I said, okay, go over there. And uh, you can't see it from here. <laughs> but I wanted, I'm just trying to kill every possible second I can because I know how important every second at that time is. Yeah. And he goes over there, and he finally sees it. And um, Thumper's treated at this time. I know and, uh I, I'm gonna stop you right there. I notice you do something right here coming off this tree that's very oh, yeah. smart. Not many people would think of this, but I oh, knew I, was I, I knew exactly what you were doing when you done it. Yeah, but uh, go you can go ahead. Well, when I didn't want that strike back open, exactly. and I hurt dogs the whole time, but nothing was or not nothing was struck. Thumper hadn't been struck, and I could hear him barking in there. I can hear him playing his day. And when Mike come in there, I told him before we started shining, I said, them dogs barking. He said, well, you know, with this tanks and they're barking, you, you can't get them struck. I said, when I pull off this tree, so I want you to listen. And tanks are barking. And he said, your man's working. And I said, yeah, it's my minute. I'm going to listen. I just stopped. And I shut that dog up. And you could hear him playing his day. And then they struck back in for a quarter. Because right. I knew, as soon as I get, because I knew he wasn't going to strike that dog. He's got more common sense than that. He knew, and uh, he struck back in for a quarter, and I recut and uh, go in there, and he had a coon. And I think at that time, after we got off that second or Thumper's second coon there, I think we had 10 minutes left maybe. I don't know. Somewhere in there. I don't know what it was. But Tank, you know, he – Bust, that's his thing. When Reed cuts, man, he can flat fly, and he was he flew to our, I think at the four-minute mark, maybe five, I can't remember exactly, he was treed. And at that time, Thumper started thumping. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he started, you can hear it on the live feed there. That son of a gun, he started giving these locates, and he, tried, he about rolled it over there one time. I was like, good Lord. And that's when it got shook. <laughs> It's and then laps. You, you look like Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> and we're all sitting there, and I hear Tank barely. He's tree, and the Wayland dog is beside his tree too. 
and he's very close. And it was it was very hard to hear Tank. And I told Mike, I said, Mike, do you hear me? And Mike listened. He said, yes. I said, Mike, if this dog trees, I'm going to tree. And he said, okay. And, of course, Thumper does his thing there. And thankfully, because my luck, the way my luck had been, that's a road that I didn't want to go down. Right. I didn't want to have to have Thumper get tree because I know that's a coon dog. I knew he was going to have a coon. And I didn't want to go walk in there. At that time, I was three-quarters of a mile. I didn't, want to, I didn't want to have to do that. And thankfully, we didn't. Thumper ends up getting treed. I think it was two minutes after the hunt. And uh, Rick said he had a coon. And, uh, of course, mine was treed, and he, had, he did have another coon. But, man, that just – I'll never that's that's probably the most memorable part of it just sitting there that, that's what makes it fun it was the most one of the most nerve-wracking things that I've ever that last five minutes was very very tough but very fun I mean just to be in that situation that it's pretty pretty cool and um it worked out worked out in my favor and Rick man Rick Osborne's is <clears throat> as good as they are and uh he uh he just it wasn't his time, I guess the only way to put it. He's got a good dog on the end of his lead. That, that's that's a nice dog. You never hear me say nothing bad about him. It just didn't work out for him. Worked out for me. You're not gonna see Rick at a coon hunt without a coon dog. You ain't gonna see any Osborne from Michigan at a coon hunt without a coon dog. Absolutely. Uh, I remember I don't know can't remember what his name was, but the clover dog that Clyde oh he had the Stub, old Stubby. I remember drawing him years ago. Um, them boys, they don't jack around. They they show up, like you said, they show up. They're going to have something. He's got something there. Them boys got it lost. And I don't know in person, but he's got a good Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Well, like like we talked about in, uh, in the beginning, I, I couldn't imagine the motions. It's, it's going through your yeah, body Josh. through your head right now oh, um, yeah. at, at that time uh, i hope that's a high that i can i hope this I can, too uh, I, just yeah. imagine. I, I wish every man could experience it i don't care if i ever get to experience, experience it again because it's like it's like winning the super bowl man or winning a, any kind of world title in sports you know it's you just like i said i time in during when we was kids trying to act like we was in a world hunt and just it's a lot of stuff leading up to it, and it's been not. I wouldn't say a lot. And and people say, "Oh, you deserve." I don't deserve nothing. I, I I'm not owed nothing. Um, ain't nobody owes me nothing. But that dog out there deserves it. That, that's a real son of a gun, and he deserves it. And that that's that's the bottom line. And he deserves all the credit. And he's gonna continue, <laughs> hopefully, winning. I mean, he's he's. He's special, especially as it come, and uh, he deserves all the credit. I don't deserve nothing. I just shine the lights in the trees and sign his name when he looks up. That, that's just all it is. Yeah, we're we're blessed to have him, and blessed to be able to be in that situation to uh, to even have that chance. And that's just just how it is. What is he? Three year old? He just turned three. You know, spring. Yeah, he's a spring three-year-old. He'll hunt his final, his final super tech will be this year. Or this coming spring. Okay. 
Yeah. He's, he's got a lot of a lot of life left in him. Just yeah, he's he's got a lot. I mean, the bar is set so high for him, and the sky is the limit for him. He just has to. I mean, there's a lot of good dogs out there. There's a lot of lot better handlers out there. A lot of than me than I ever thought about being. They, they's just they're so tough to win because these boys now they're good and these dogs are good and it's tough. You go win something, I don't care what it is, man. It's too, you know, you, it's just tough. Everybody's got good and everybody ain't stupid. Everybody's got $10,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, 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 you just got to have a little luck, but you got to put your time in. I put my damn time in. Yep. I think I it's, it's tough. In. I think it's as tough I, now as it's ever been. Yeah. We've put, a lot of you got to put the time in on them, and I've put my I've paid my dues with him. And I'm gonna, we're gonna continue. That dog gets he gets hunted. I don't hunt him every night. I do something with him five out of seven nights. There's a treadmill there in my basement. I put him on. Some gun stays in shape. He's as good as as in shape as he, he might not be the best dog out there, but he's as good a shape as there is. You won't find one in, in better shape than what he is. He's uh he's ready to rock and roll right now. I mean he's 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 tough. Well, hope some more big things are to come with him with with you and Brad, and I'm I'm sure there is. Uh, yeah, yeah, we get to the you know the cooler things that we get to go that that is the coolest thing ever. It's fun to even watch, even if you're not there. I watched it there. Um. Last year, whenever they had that super hunt, I think that is the coolest thing ever, and we get to go do that. That's going to be fun. Yep, yep. Joey puts on a puts on a good hunt. I think they got something else in the works coming up before too long. So, yeah. And we before we even won the world hunt, or we even went to the world hunt. Me and Brad talked. He said, "You know," I, and Brad told me, "said I really want to hit it hard this winter." And I said, "Hey," and Brad's the type of guy. I can. I don't want to go to every sixty five hundred coming. I don't want to go to every twenty five hundred dollar hunt coming. I I don't, and I'm not going to. And Brad knows that. And but I could say, Brad, I want to go to this. And Brad said, Okay, but I'm not that guy. I got other stuff. I got I got a family here. I don't. We do, we do stuff together. And we got we go to ball games. We do sports ourselves. We 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 do stuff other than coon hunting. And uh, but Brad, I'm thankful to be able to say. I like to go to this hunt. But Brad ain't gonna blink an eye. He'll do it. And but we're really gonna push him hard this winter. Um, we, I'm gonna come down and go pleasure hunt with Brad. Typical. Go to Arkansas and um, go killing some coons. We're gonna have fun with him. We're gonna enjoy him. But we're gonna we're gonna take him to the party too. And we're gonna try we're gonna try to keep on we're gonna try to keep on doing what we're doing. Yeah. I told Brad come come one day this next week or so we'll hunt i got a big refuge right here close to me and yeah uh, yeah he said he's got a good couple good places there in west tennessee there i said as long as it ain't ripped i'm good <laughs> <laughs> we well, was actually in brownsville but you know, anyways you can get a mess yeah. anywhere but that that is i got in it that next night I'm it is ripper a hard time ripley's good hunting but just that one little particular square right there it's just not we don't want no part of that. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. I know what you mean. How did uh how did you and Albert get get hooked up? I don't want I don't want to leave him out. Uh I know every, every time I've seen you I've seen him, so I don't leave unless Albert leaves. That's a good way to put it. Albert got hooked up 
Albert is a local legend. Albert Ballard, everybody thinks Albert Ballard is a truck man. Albert Ballard is not a truck man, although he's a very good truck man. Albert Ballard is a very, has taught me a lot. He's owned more coon dogs than most of these guys ever thought about owning. And Albert is, Albert is crippled. Albert got, he, he got crippled. He was like 21. He had a motorcycle wreck. And he has been, he, he can't walk, you know, can't walk the dogs, but he's always had guys hunting with him to go to the, to the dog. Albert's always had good dogs. But I got hooked up with Albert through Darren, Darren Cardi. Darren Cardi, it's weird. Albert hit Darren's mom head on in a car wreck on Albert's road when Darren's mom was pregnant with Darren. At like, Darren, I think she was like eight months pregnant and hit Albert head on. Albert and Darren later come on, they, they, they become good friends. And that's how I got, I was friends with Darren. And then I always heard about Albert and that old Jeep Wagoner. He used to be, Albert was famous for rigging dogs. He put dogs on top of that Jeep Wagoner, had a rhino liner on top of him. He'd ride them around. They strike tracks off that Jeep Wagoner. He'd throw them off. That's how he started pups. Hmm. And yeah. And it's something you don't hear of anybody doing, but that's how he started pups. He put them on top of that. He had a, a dog that would rig, would bark him, hears him, tra- or smells him uh, tracks, and cut that pup on it, be red hot. And that's how he started them pups. But that's how I got with Albert. And Albert actually, first dog we owned together was Woodrow. I got Albert never, he, he, he hunted UKC a little bit, but he never did hunt PKC. And I'm the one who got him started into PKC. But everybody knows Albert is a truck man, and Albert is the best truck man there is i'll put him up against anybody <laughs> <laughs> he will he will he saved many a man a many a mile and i'm blessed to have him we can go to hunt and uh he will we could i don't care where we're at man we've been to pro hunts we've been to this hunt that hunt it don't matter where we get beat we're going home and he's going to drive us and i'm blessed to have him good truck we man this like way can go do what now? I said a good truck man is worth its weight in gold. He's the best man. He's just, he's just, he's just awesome. And we fight like cats and dogs. Pleasure hunt. We'll argue. He'll get on to me. I'll get on. He, he's got all the patience in the world with a young dog. I don't. He does. We're different when it comes to certain stuff, but he's taught me so much. And he, he's just a, he's a blessing. If, God forbid if something ever happened to him, I don't know what I'd do. I mean, he's just, he's awesome. He's, he's the best, but he's, he's more than a truck man. He's a coon hunter. He, he might not walk in dogs, but I promise you that man's a dog man. Hmm. He's every year you hear about the, either dog man or dog man, that man's a dog man. Yep. He knows more than what a lot of us, have, uh, he, he just, he's, he's a genius at it. He's very good at it. And he's an even better person. Get a shirt off his back. He's just, he's awesome. Wouldn't trade him for nobody. I've always enjoyed talking to him. Uh, like at like at night, I got back to the truck. No, I'd walk back, walk back by, going to my dog, and I sit there and talk to him for a second as y'all as y'all were going to tank and hobo. Yeah, he's talking that that dog I hunted. He said he he raised him very well, raised that litter. Yeah, yep, he raised the litter. Is off the female that Albert and me had. Or I later I give her to uh, Albert and Jenny. She's good. I didn't like her. I about I was ready to kill her. And I gave her to Albert one night. And uh he he's he raised it later off the tank of Jenny and he's just he's 
he's had a lot of good man he's had some good i mean some good good dogs that never of course i were, they didn't hunt pkc back in that day they just hunted ukc they hunted for trophies yeah. and they hunted for hides and uh he's just he's awesome and he he reminds me <laughs> funny he reminds i bet i get reminded it'll come up that i'm a a dummy for selling z <laughs> he reminds me that I'm still we're selling we're both the tank and Z. I get reminded of that a lot. I'm getting used to it now, but he didn't want to do it. He know of course he knows more than I know. Maybe he knew that something that I didn't at the time, but yeah, I get reminded of that a lot. Well, after this weekend everything's yeah, worked out for a reason. Put a little band aid over the wound. Yeah. That's right. It's weird how everything works and uh I think everything has a reason. Sometimes you might not understand that reason, uh, but it it worked out. Yep. It worked out in, in, in our favor, I think. Everybody's happy. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Well, anybody else you want to you wanna thank or talk about? or? Man, I just, I don't know. I, I can't thank Brad enough. I wish people would quit calling, trying to buy him. You know, <laughs> I'm, 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 somebody called day went by, and I don't say no names. Some they need to, if if they listen this Thursday, just quit calling. <laughs> Stop calling. <laughs> you ain't gonna sell him. Stop. He's funny. Go try to buy it, female Steve Bashams. Yeah, Whoever he ain't for there. sale. <laughs> yeah, go 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 buy another one. Um, he ain't going nowhere. I mean, their heart is so hard to come up with. So but, but just quit. But no, I, I can't thank Brad enough. Um, can't thank Albert enough, man. It just it goes on and on. I think Daniel Scott. Daniel Scott has had. I don't know if you know how all that went down. Daniel Scott's had one of the roughest years. Boy, he's had the roughest time in his life. He had a he lost his son earlier in the year and uh, to a fatal accident and. Uh, I appreciate it. He sold us the dog. And he, if it wasn't for him, and his his little boy loved that dog. And uh, I, I appreciate him for – he's one of my best friends, like I said, and I appreciate him for even selling us the dog. He didn't have to. He loved the dog, but he knew. We talked about the other day. He said that uh, he couldn't do with him what I could. And I said, hell, I don't like – I didn't see myself doing this with him, but I, I knew I could do – a lot with him but daniel knew he couldn't take him to that level and uh i appreciate daniel for doing what he did and it was very nice of him to do to even sell him to us and uh I, my wife and my son i can't you know my wife puts up a lot of bull crap and a lot of nights coming here you know every kid hunter coming in late night and Laying out and going here and going there and all that crap gets old. Sure it does. I wouldn't. I don't know if I could deal with it or not. Absolutely, and, uh, a coon hunter's but, wife is a, a a very selfless person. She uh, she's a she's a good. And I wouldn't shot her for nothing. Um, she can't stand me. Sometimes I can't stand her. But uh, we all know how it works. But it, it she's I wouldn't I wouldn't trade her for nothing. Um, I just thankful man i don't i could i could go on and on and on but thankful to have good cast up there it means a lot when you have a bad cast <clears throat> uh, we had to put it with jeff we had to put it with jeff a little bit but it went pretty yeah. smooth <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> uh, and you and everybody you'll have when you hunt and everybody talks about I heard when I was talking about the UK being the best you know to win a hunt this the macro and I disagree with that because man this to, to go through this road to win this PKC world hunt I don't care what anybody says this PKC world hunt's tougher to win that UKC world hunt. I'm not taking that play nothing from that UKC world hunt. They be more, they say it's more, you know, a lot more, more to it and more comes of it. I disagree. I think it's tougher um, than nothing taking Cookie that wanted this chance to have to back on good dog. But I, it's so hard to win this hunt because I don't care whose feelings it hurts or whatever. But there's better handlers. There's just better handlers than PKC. PKC guys win the bag on UKC World Hunt. And it, or that's just how it is. And it's that's probably gonna hurt some of the feelings, but we all know it's the truth. Absolutely. Uh, it's tough. It is tough. I mean, look at the road I went. I had to beat Billy Bell and Mason Bush and Jeff Rickwitz the first back on cast. If you can't I beat mean, me, something's bad, wrong. <laughs> that goes for anybody <laughs> right now. <laughs> but it's just and then Steven, a former world champion late. And then David Black, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. It's tough. It's tough. And I hope I win the UKC World Hunt next year. I hope I would tickle me to death. But this is tough. This is this is the I think it's the top dog. But if it's black, it's white. People's gonna say this. They're gonna say that. But that's my opinion. I'll stick to it. Yep, I do agree with you one hundred percent. Uh, that's why I usually hunt. PKC and pro sport only. I, I mean, nothing at UKC. And, and just, I, it's a, usually a different crowd <laughs> that I, yeah, that I enjoy I, being around. I, but I think what UKC done this year was that's elite, man. How they covered that. Oh, Take notes. Top top notch, <laughs> especially the tournament champions. How they do that. Right. That's that is an elite level. How they've done that was the coolest thing ever. How they done that. That was just. Uh, PKC as far as how they, they need to step the game up because uh-huh. there you got I mean I don't know if they're going to or only don't know if they really care to whatever but they're just so cool how they've done that I agree 100% um, I know a lot of people mentioned that there wasn't even a uh, a written play by play a lot of people don't want to sit there and spend an hour and a half of their day Sunday to, to go back and watch that video yeah, and uh, I mean, a lot of people skim over at play by play who struck for what and how everything went and go on about their day, and they didn't even do that. And I, I mean, I think some people ought to step it up a little bit and take a little mm-hmm. bit more initiative and and do their yeah. do their job. And yeah, and what Joy does, man, what Josh done there, Ben, that that's so cool. I mean, people, when you're watching a football game, would you want to you want to listen to it on the radio or do you want to you want to be watching it on TV, man. You know, of course, I'd rather be watching it on TV. I want to feel like I'm at the game. Right. And he does. He does an awesome job of that. He's top notch. And I told that girl from Georgia today when I talked to her, I said he's he he does he's and that's the right man for the right job. He does awesome. Yep. He. I hope he. I hope he continues doing it. I don't know why he wouldn't, but it's awesome. Yeah. He, he's, he's a little dry awesome. sometimes. Uh, which before I knew him, I, I didn't know I didn't know how to take Josh. But once you made him super, super good, dude, I'd uh-huh. do, do anything in the world he's, for him. Yeah, he's good at what he does right there. He is. Uh, that's very, very cool. 
makes me even happier as a, I got this done before he did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but anyways, uh, Joey, I've, I've truly enjoyed this. I enjoyed hunting with you the other night and I'm, I'm glad, uh, the man that knocked me out won it all made me feel a little bit better. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I'm thankfully grabbed that percentage. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no bad, no hard feelings. But I'm glad he done it. But no, I, that's it's, part of it, man. And for cemeteries, I mean that they're awful. But yeah, that, I was, uh, I'm, I'm tickled. I'm just, I don't know, man. I can't. Like you asked me there earlier, how do you feel? I don't know how I feel. I'm just thankful, blessed, just blessed beyond words. I, I can't. It's just still a, still a kind of a dream, but. In reality might not set in here in a little bit. I don't know, but uh, maybe, like I said, when that magazine shows up, it might set in. But uh, we're we're thankful. Yep. Well, I'm gonna get off here. I'm gonna try to get this out uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, I, I truly thank you for for jumping on here with me this fast. Yes. I didn't expect to get it done this fast. And, thank uh, thank you for doing it. I think it's cool. I think it's everybody loves doing it. everybody loves listening i enjoy listening i like hearing people talk and uh telling telling everything that went on i mean it's just it's it's another step to the in the right direction of that keep doing it i mean it's just it's so cool to uh to be able to listen not not just me but all these stories that y'all have done i mean it's just it's top notch well i appreciate and i appreciate everybody that takes time out of their day to to listen it if it wasn't for for y'all or for for them it it would never be anything so yeah yeah well until next time joey all right buddy i appreciate it thank you yes sir thank you we'll see you all right